Welcome to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. You deserve complete financial advice. There's no acceptable alternative if you want a plan to live well and on your terms. Complete financial advice equals complete peace of mind. Now, let's get into this week's podcast episode. Hello and welcome to Retire Right with Larry Heller from Heller Wealth Management. Today, Larry has brought in another special guest, and that is Susan Williams. Susan Williams is the founder of Booming Encore, a digital media hub dedicated to providing information and inspiration to help baby boomers create and live their very best encore. Prior to launching Booming Encore, Susan spent 28 years in senior leadership positions within a number of different corporations. Susan launched Booming Encore six years ago, and today Booming Encore is ranked as being one of the top global social media influencers for baby boomers, aging and retirement, as well as a top blog for baby boomers. Being a boomer herself, Susan loves to discover ways to live life to the fullest. She shares her experiences, observations, and opinions on living life after 50, and personally tries to embrace Booming Encore's philosophy of making sure every day matters, which is a fantastic philosophy, right, Larry? Absolutely. And thanks for the introduction, Eric. Yeah. Um, you know, as, as you're aware and our listeners are aware, you know, Retire Right and what we do here is retirement planning. Although we do talk about some uh, non-financial aspects, most of it is, is geared around the retirement side. So many people are well aware of the, you know, the need for a financial retirement plan. But there is another aspect that's very important and is mostly over, overlooked, and that's the non-financial aspects of retirement. So that's why I, I've asked Susan Williams of uh, Booming Encore to uh, to discuss this side of retirement planning and why people should really take some time to focus on this when preparing for retirement. So um, thank you for joining us, Susan. Can you tell us a little bit more about Booming Encore and what it actually is? Certainly. Thanks so much, Larry and Eric. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Booming Encore is actually, as Eric mentioned, a digital media hub um, specifically designed for baby boomers, which is really basically anyone over the age of 50. Uh, we focus and share information and resources specifically targeted for this audience. Um, we cover everything from retirement to caregiving, travel to healthy aging, basically anything that baby boomers are interested in. We also have an amazing network of subject matter experts who share their knowledge and expertise with us, and we also curate content right across the globe on the internet. And we share all this information through our extensive social media channels, such as Twitter and Facebook, and also through our website, as well as publishing a monthly newsletter. And, and why did you create uh, Booming Encore? Well, Larry, about six years ago, I left corporate life, um, and I started my own career transition in, into doing some consulting work. Um, and as I was actually doing this transition, I was out actively looking for what I would say quality resources for baby boomers, which I am myself and this whole sort of life transition. And as I was doing this, I really didn't find anything that I that I really related to me. So, you know, being an entrepreneur sort of in that, <laughs> I thought, why not go and create it? And so I initially launched um, the Booming Encore six years ago, um, initially as a hobby. Um, one, because I wanted to, you know, learn also about social media. At that time, I knew nothing about it. And two, I wanted to, you know, share information and resources that I thought other people might actually like. And so fast forward six years and here we are today. Oh, well, interesting. And, and, you know, so what, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, and I, I spent 28 years in the corporate world in, in a number of senior leadership and executive uh, positions. Um, 
pretty much everything from sales and operations, HR technology. I had a, quite a broad variety of experiences, but this is completely and totally a different switch for me. So I guess it's in some ways my own personal encore career, if you want to call it that. But I'm absolutely loving it. I'm learning something every day. I'm meeting really interesting people. And as a result, um, it's actually turned into also a bit of a passion. Yeah, that, that, you know, that's great. You know, when prospective clients come in to, you know, to meet with us, one of the first things that I ask them is to paint me a picture of your life five years or 10 years down, you know, down the road. They come in with all these numbers. And before we even, you know, get that far, we start talking about, you know, visualizing their, uh, their lifestyle there. So, uh, so it's interesting when I came across your website to see some of these other areas that uh, people, you know, need to really focus in on. So what specific areas does Booming Encore focus on? Well, we primarily focus on the non-financial aspects of retirement, like you mentioned. Um, we really do a deep dive into helping people plan for the retirement beyond the money. Um, for example, we share articles and posts on healthy ways to age, encore careers, travel, caregiving, technology, and many other topics. Um, we also tackle some of the challenges of aging, such as ageism, you know, how are people going to actually age in place? We all know everybody wants to, but how do we actually do that? Um, you know, finding work over 50 and some of the challenges associated with that. And also the, the very serious uh, conversation around loneliness and isolation that can affect people as they age. So basically all of these topics any, and everything else that might interest somebody, you know, who's over 50. You know, you know, we didn't mention up top. So if anybody's listening, you know, now wants to go to the website, it's mm-hmm. it's boomingencore.com. We'll, we'll, we'll say it again at the end of the podcast. So uh, so you can go right onto the website kind of look at this while we're, you know, while we're talking about this. So, uh, so I am actually on looking at the website and it is really interesting to see the different, you know, different areas. Uh, I happen to be on the boomer life subtopic. Um, can you go through some of these subtopics there? It's very interesting how you came up with these and what they, you know, what they do. Yeah, basically um, booming encore and specifically boomer, the booming life it's all around anything, you know, for instance, we talk about technology. Um, there's a lot of information being shared around technology and how it's going to help people age. Um, so we actually do a bit of a deep dive into, A, what are some of these technologies? Um, we often add a commentary on whether we think they're you know, going to be actually successful or not, or is it a bit of a pipe dream? Um, we also talk about caregiving and the fact that not only is this generation often caregiving for their parents, but our children are also going to potentially be caregivers. Uh, we talk about, uh, you know, housing and, and the things that are associated with how people are actually going to live. Um, you probably are aware that 96% of people plan on aging in place, as they call it, or staying in their own homes to age. And so how are we actually going to do this? There's also the whole topic of relationships. Believe it or not, that the divorce rate of people over the age of 50 is climbing at a staggering rate in comparison to other, other demographics. And a lot of it is because, you know, as, as the children empty out, the, the relationship is left and, and people are having to look at each other and say, oh, wow, okay, I've got, you know, potentially another 20 or 30 years with this person. How are we, is this what I really want to do? So these are sort of all the topics that we try to get into. Is there anything else, Larry, Larry you want me to comment on on that? Well, no, just interesting. You talk about the great divorce. We did a podcast on that with a uh, matrimonial attorney, and I think it's our uh, most popular podcast that we've had to, uh, to date. So I can definitely, I can definitely see that. So who, who are writing some of these articles on Boomer Life? Where do you, where do you get the content? I guess this is all for educational purposes. If somebody wants to learn more about this. 
yeah, so there's a couple a couple of ways. One, I, I'm really blessed to actually have some very strong contributors, and a lot of them are either um, professionals within the field, um, specifically around retirement or aging, or I also have a number of different authors who have authored books, um, so they actually share their experience and expertise. And as well, um, you know, within our, our team, we do a lot of writing as well, which is often based off of what I would call credible, reputable resources. So we'll often take an article and actually expand it out further and what it actually means to our audience. So we also have a number of, um, you know, I've had a number of university professors, for instance, in the area of uh, gerontology who come on to speak to us and share what their research is. And then we try and help translate that to mean, well, what does that research actually mean for somebody who's actually living that, that, the lifestyle that we're talking about right now? Yeah, and, and why do you think it's important for people to focus on these non-financial aspects of retirement? Well, I think it's so important, Larry, because retirement is going to be so much different now than it has been for generations before. For example, um, the average person is now looking at potentially 20 to 30 years of retirement, and that's almost as long as a career in itself. Um, and there's so much research that's showing that people really need to stay engaged and active in these years in order to maintain both their physical and mental health. So the days of, you know, sitting in a rocking chair for 20 or 30 years on a front porch, I mean, that's just really not reasonable and it's really not healthy. But the, the really sad part is that there's so many people who are not really preparing for this time of their life. They're focused on getting to the retirement, you know, finish line. But once they get past that finish line, they really have no idea what they plan on doing. And so we're strongly advocating and supporting the idea of start thinking about this sooner rather than later. Because um, if they once they cross that finish line and they don't really have any sort of purpose or reason to get up in the morning, you can easily slip into isolation, you know, experiencing health problems and even depression. Um, for instance, there was one study conducted by Rush Alzheimer's Disease Center um, that found that people who had a greater sense of purpose in life had substantially reduced risk of Alzheimer's disease as well as reduced risk of uh, precursor to Alzheimer's and mild cognitive impairment. So, I mean, the research is starting to show you really need to have something that um, keeps you engaged, keeps you socially networked, and keeps you, you know, like as I said, having a reason to get up in the morning. And uh, the sooner you actually start working on this, the better before you actually find yourself in in, in the situation. Uh, no, that's great advice. I mean, I kind of call it the second act in life. Um, it's no longer the, your grandparents were in retirement. And you mentioned working, and there's a section on here called Encore you know, Careers. Um, I had a, a guest um, on a, a, a business broker on there, and he said that surprisingly, um, over 50 individuals buying franchises is the, growing, is the biggest uh, growth area that he's having. So, uh, so people are getting older and they're looking to change career. So I want to ex- explain a little bit more about the on-call career section you have on here? Certainly. So, I mean, basically, baby boomers are one of the uh, top demographics that are successful entrepreneurs. So, I mean, often when people think of, you know, uh, uh, an entrepreneur, they often think somebody young. Well, in actual fact, these successful entrepreneurs are actually older. And so a lot of them are actually going into this, recognizing that, you know, their their career, it does not necessarily end at that 65 or 55 or whatever year they actually formally possibly exit, you know, a traditional career. And they're starting up businesses. Often, it could be a hobby. You know, there's a small business up, right up to, as you mentioned, buying a franchise. And in actual fact, there's a lot of uh, people over 50 who are, are starting, like, amazing, you know, businesses. And so, actually, on our website, we profile a number of these people um, who just to kind of show what, what people are actually doing out there. 
And that, you know, just because you exit one workforce doesn't necessarily mean you stop working. You may actually find yourself working in some other way, even part-time or, or volunteer work is considered work to a certain degree as well. So there's lots of different things that, uh, you know, people actually are able to do. And I think it's just opening up your mind to these opportunities. So you actually have real life situations that you have on the website? Yes. For instance, if you go into, I believe, uh, starting a business, I'm sorry, I don't have the website in front of me myself. I have in front of me. So start, starting, if you go into starting a business, oh yeah, I see here you have different individuals, you know, celebrating older entrepreneurs, um, reinventing, you know, your career. So you do have, you know, I guess some real life stories here. Absolutely. Yes. And one of the other areas that I found interesting on the website is this section on, uh, on inspiration. You have any stories on the inspiration oh, you can share with us? Yeah. I mean, this is a great site, a great part, part of the site. And the reason why I love it so much is that it just, again, demonstrates just what's possible. Um, for instance, like there's one story of Ernestine Shepherd. Now, Ernestine Shepherd was actually uh, named the oldest female competitive bodybuilder by Guinness Book of World Records. But what makes her story so unique is that she didn't even get started bodybuilding until she was 56. And if you actually see, yeah, it's very impressive. So it just really resonates that, you know, some of these things you don't have to have started at a young age. You can start now if it's really an interest. I mean, I often say if you're going to do anything, you know, majorly physical, be sure to talk to your doctor first, Uh, you know, make sure that you're actually able to. But I mean, there's so many stories of people doing these these things that you wouldn't necessarily have thought possible. And it's really challenging, um, you know, our frame of mind and our view and perspectives of aging. Another great story is about Tetsuo Horiuchi. Now, this this Japanese gentleman, when he retired, he really wanted to paint, but he couldn't actually afford the traditional art supplies of paints or pastels. So he did something really ingenious. He actually started using Excel. And, like, who would ever have thought Excel for, you know, painting? But the works of art this gentleman is now creating is just throwing the whole art world on his head. So he's truly like an innovator in art. And he only started after he, he, he retired. He never actually painted before. And then there's one other story which I love to share. In this one, I, I personally met uh, Melissa Davey through Twitter of all places. She was actually starting to share her story of her, her career transition. And through strictly a chance encounter, um, she... So she took on the passion of actually producing and directing a film, which was completely different than anything she's done before. And right now, she's actually the uh, touring the country, screening her film, The Beyond 60 Project, um, which profiles a number of different women doing impressive things over the age of 60. And so we actually profile her on our website, too. So these are just uh, some examples of what some people are doing and just showing that anything is possible. Everybody just needs to really find out what interests them and then just go for it. If you're interested in reading more about these people, as I mentioned, and their stories, you can find more of that on our website, as you mentioned, under the inspirational stories and videos. You know, so, so one kind of underlying theme that comes across when we talk about people of Second Life is uh, they want to travel, you know, they want to travel more. Mm-hmm. And I see, I see you have a travel section on the, uh, on, on the website. Can you talk a little bit about that? Certainly. Um, what we're also discovering is that as much as people want to travel, they're also looking for life experiences. And so they're wanting to kind of shake things up. Um, not necessarily, I mean, not to say that the traditional travel is not of interest, but we're actually starting to see, you know, a lot more people interested in their generational travel. So family sort of situations where 
different generations are going away together to share, you know, life experiences. Um, we've even got one story of a woman who is actually retiring on a cruise ship. Like, who would have ever thought that many years ago? And so we share that story. You know, so she actually retired permanently on a cruise on, on a, a cruise, cruise ship? ship on a cruise ship. Yeah, I think I can't remember how old she is. I think she's in her nineties now. But I mean, and there's there's some reasons why she did it. And so we kind of explain, you know, why she's actually doing that and whether it may be something somebody's interested in. Um, there's another couple who's actually uh, roaming the globe staying at Airbnbs um, and, and living their retirement that way. And so they shared some you know, suggestions on how to actually do that. So this is sort of the things that we're starting to discover. It's not the traditional, what I would say, you know, uh, uh, all-inclusive, let's sit on a beach. I'm, and again, I'm not saying that that isn't happening, but just the desire to actually go off the beaten path or do something slightly different or, or share experiences with their families is are things that we're starting to see emerge. Because that's one of the things I, I guess trying to find the you know the best opportunities or just other ideas when you have some more more time could be helpful to read other other people's real life stories. So if you were going to give someone you know advice on preparing for retirement, you know what what would that be, Susan? Well, the first thing I would say is focus on your health. Um, you know, your health is one of these things that you don't really miss until you don't have it. And your health is what's going to allow you to be able to do all the things that you really want to. So, um, you know, make sure you're exercising. There's so much research now on the benefits of exercising, both for your physical and mental health. And also, especially as you age, you know, make sure that you're you're getting in um, strength training. And, you know, sarcopenia is really something that we all need to be aware of, you know, not basically muscle loss as you age. And so, you know, resistance training, weight training, those sort of things, eating well, you know, is another important aspect. So all of those things, along with, you know, making sure that you do your regular, your regular checkups and, and, you know, follow the advice of your physicians is so critical because that really is the starting ground for whatever you may want to do further on. Secondly, I would suggest start building your social networks before you retire. So many people have got like a very strong network at work, but once that's gone, you know, then what? For instance, we ran one article and I thought this was great. It was a, an initiative that was being done out of actually North Bay, Ontario. And the initiative was, who's on your list of eight was the question. So I, I often ask people, if you had to actually say, who are you actually socially involved and engaged with? Could you name eight people? And that's critical because you need, you're going to need that network. You can't retire into isolation. It's just not healthy, and, it's, and it's, it probably will not make you happy. So start building those social networks now. Um, thirdly, again, we've talked about this very much throughout the session, um, Larry. It's, it's like, how are you going to fill your days? Once you get past that initial honeymoon stage of retiring and that freedom quote from work, as you might see it, you really need to have something worthwhile. So study after study is finding that, you know, having a lack of purpose in your life can be quite detrimental to your overall health and well-being. And so the more that you've actually got a constructed plan or at least some idea of what direction you're going in, um, the easier your transition will be. And finally, but probably also one of the most important ones is be sure to talk to your significant other and make sure you're aligned on what your plans for retirement are. Sadly, so many people assume that somebody else has got the same view of what they want in retirement. And I think this may also be contributing to possibly, you know, some of the higher levels of divorce rate where you're going to live. What are you going to do? What's the expectations of you know, are you expecting to spend all your time together? If so, the other party may not necessarily want that. You know, these are all critical conversations that really should be had sooner rather than later, as I often say. So those are sort of my top four that I would say are some ways to really get started. 
Yeah, those are kind of interesting. Come to th- some of the thoughts across my head is that do I have eight? I got to think about. I got to think about that now. But it, but it, it's also very very true. We actually had a couple come in and we started talking about painting, you know, painting their picture in retirement. And halfway through, they were actually arguing with each other. So it wasn't that they they were basically you know closing on retirement, had all the financials numbers, but. One was planning on babysitting the grandchildren, and the other yeah. one, and the other one had no interest in doing that, and we wanted to, to go and live in another country for a few months. And I'm like, this is going to be interesting to see how uh, how this gets re- resolved. You know, the good thing is, you know, they did kind of compromise and figure it out, but it got pretty it got pretty heated for a little bit. Uh, wow, exactly. And when you're thinking about the amount of time you're going to potentially have, um, you know, this is a critical change in life and um you know as a result whenever there's something this drastic you need to make sure whoever you're with is is on side or at least you have those conversations because as you mentioned it can get quite heated very fast so um so there's a lot of information on the website here in the different in the different areas is there any one area that's kind of your favorite i'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here well, I think my favorite actually is uh, sort of the inspirational aspects, just simply because it's a great platform to, to jump from to say what's possible. And I think that's sort of the message that we're just trying to say is anything's possible if it's, if it's something that you really want to do and it's something that, you know, you financially can afford. I often use these caveats, financially can afford and physically are able. But, I mean, beyond that, it's, it's anything's possible. And that's what these people are actually showing us is that, you know, this is a great time of life. It's an opportunity. And if you don't actually take it now, the question often is, is then when? And so if you've got those dreams that you've had dormant and you want to bring them out or, you know, people, the relationships that maybe you've not necessarily nurtured as well as you would like to, now's the time to do it. So these are all the opportunities. And that's, I think, the piece that I often like the most out of all of this is this is just such a great opportunity of life. And, um, be able to have this opportunity and to use it is it can I, I can't see any better way to spend your time. Yeah, great. So, how can people connect with uh, Booming Encore? And I guess I gave the website before yeah. BoomingEncore.com. Yeah, BoomingEncore.com is where we we sort of launch from, and, and you know we will also send out monthly newsletters, which sort of kind of wrap up sort of what's been trending over the past month. So, be sure to sign up for the newsletters there. As well, we're very, very active on social media, um, specifically Twitter, so at Booming Encore, and Facebook, um, where we send out daily updates there. And we just actually launched into Instagram, so we're, we're just kind of going there. And we also have a number of different videos on our YouTube channel. So if you just look at Booming Encore on YouTube or Booming Encore on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, you're going to find us. Well, that's great. I, I see on the website on the right-hand side uh, how you can sign up for the, uh, for the newsletter. That's terrific. So uh, thank you, Susan, for being a, a guest on the, uh, on, on the podcast. This has been uh, very insightful. And for everyone listening out there, there's a chock full of information and real life stories and things you'd want to learn more about by going to the website at boomingoncore.com. So thank you again, Susan. I appreciate all the time. Uh, Larry, it's been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for having me. And um, I really appreciate it. Everybody out there, I, I wish everyone their best Booming Encore. Absolutely. Susan, thank you so much for your time today. Larry, thank you for bringing her in. Susan, I got to admit, I was browsing your website and there was a blog on there that I just think is fantastic. The title of it is, Who Do You Want to Be? And I think that is a fantastic question because I always said this when I was younger, who who do I want to be when I grow up? Who do I want to be when I grow up? And I said that through my you know 30s and into my 40s. 
But at the same time, right, when, when you get to retirement, who do you want to be? Exactly. Uh, and I think that's a fantastic question. And this story is actually about George Coronas, if I'm saying that last name correctly. And I love an article that says he started doing something. It was actually swimming when after retiring at the age of 80. <laughs> so I think, man, I mean, that is that is hugely inspirational. That is that is great. So I'm definitely going to be getting into these inspirational stories. Uh, and then you hit home with me uh, when you and Larry were talking about the grandkids and things. And Larry and I have talked about this before. I think that's what Larry uh, does really, really well with his clients. And I don't know how much you've had a chance to work with him, Susan, but he asks those questions. He talks to his clients on a continual basis. Larry, I know you know how important that is because you can have a plan until all of a sudden you find out you're going to be a grandparent. And then <laughs> those plans can definitely change uh, because somebody wants to babysit them all the time and have them over to the house and won't let you move out of Nebraska, Larry. That's kind of how it works for me now. <laughs> I'd love to be at the beach, but there is no beach near Nebraska. And unless I can take the grandkids with me, it's not going to happen. So <laughs> plans change. Always check with your advisor and, and work with somebody professional on those ongoing plans and be inspired. This website is fantastic. Thanks again, Susan. Thanks so much, Eric. Really appreciate it. All right, Larry, thank you for your time today as well. Great guest. Uh, thanks, Eric. This was, uh, this was great. All right. And thank you all for listening to the Retire Right Podcast with Larry Heller. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Larry comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. That circle of eight that we were talking about, share this podcast with them. Grow that, grow that network stronger. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Heller Wealth Management, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time.